This is Bruce Friedman of Adult Site Broker, and welcome to Adult Site Broker Talk, where every week we interview one of the movers and shakers of the adult industry, and we give you a tip on buying and selling websites. This week we'll be talking to Shakun Sethi of Tickle.Life. Adult Site Broker is proud to introduce ASB Marketplace, the first platform where you can buy and sell adult sites and domains for free. ASB Marketplace allows buyers and sellers the chance to come together on properties that are valued below our company's minimum of $50,000. Don't pay for other marketplaces when ASB Marketplace gives you this service for free. Visit asbmarketplace.com and sign up as a seller or a buyer today. And don't forget ASB Cash, the first affiliate program for an adult website brokerage where you can earn as much as 20% of our broker commission referring sellers and buyers to us at Adult Site Broker. Check out asbcash.com for more details and to sign up. Now let's feature our property of the week that's for sale at Adult Site Broker. Internet.com, the ultimate internet domain, is now available, and we are proud to list it. The domain gets 6 million unique visitors a month. This domain can be used for any of a number of uses. The opening bid is only $35 million. Now time for this week's interview. My guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk is Shakun Sethi, the founder and CEO of Tickle.Life. Shakun, thanks for being with us today on Adult Site Broker Talk. Thank you so much, Bruce, for inviting me and letting me put across the message that Tickle.Life resonates with. I'm so excited and really, really looking forward to talking to you today. As am I. Now, Tickle.Life was started as a quest to find the right sex toy. They spent two years looking for the right people to talk to. This is what led to the creation of Tickle.Life in 2019. The company is based in San Francisco. Tickle.Life is the world's first discovery platform where sexual well-being meets lifestyle. Tickle.Life intends to not just normalize conversations around sexual well-being, they want to become a safe and responsible platform that furthers industry interests and sensitizes the society about sexual needs and possibilities. Tickle.Life believes in promoting a sex-positive environment that is safe, inclusive, free of judgment, and that respects your privacy. Now, Shakun is the founder and CEO of Tickle.Life. She has over a decade of experience in community management, international communications, brand management, and digital media. Inclusivity is paramount for her, and that is evident in her work. She supports fundraising for various social causes and supports various NGOs. Now, let's start out with the basics. What exactly is Tickle.Life? What we're trying to do with Tickle.Life is create an ecosystem where it becomes easier for people to discover not just things about sexual well-being, but also for the industry to discover different resources, different infrastructure, different um, you know partners that they can be looking out for. Mm-hmm. And hence we call it a discovery platform. We just want it to be, we just want the industry as a whole. We just want the messaging of sexual well-being discoverable all across the world. Okay. Is it more, is it more of a B2B or a B2C platform? We are more of a B2C platform. 
Mm-hmm. But what has happened is because you would know and all the listeners would know because they're from the industry, they'll just realize that it becomes very, very difficult to go into the market because of um, shadow banning, mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, there are platforms which are not sex positive. Right. So even when we had to grow, it became very important for us to go out and create those products and services okay. so that we could grow. And while we were doing this, we just realized that, you know, we just can't keep them to ourselves. We mm-hmm. would have to give them to the industry as well. Mm-hmm. So technically, we are still B2C because we are trying to grow. Yeah. But we do understand while we are doing it, we are creating services. We are creating um, technology, mm-hmm. which will help the industry as a whole. And we've started giving it out to the industry as well. Okay. If I go to Tickle.life, what am I going to find there? You're going to find over 350 collaborations between Mm. industries, Mm. uh, between individuals, academicians, between influencers who are talking about sexual well-being all Mm. across. And that's what is shown to the end user. Okay. Second thing what you're going to see is you're going to find the biggest listing service of sex-positive podcasts in the world. Mm. Third, what you're going to find is uh, you're going to find the services that we were talking about, which we are using and which we want to give to the industry. Like we became the first podcast hosting service, which was completely sex positive. Mm. That has not happened before. Because yeah. if you really look at any of the services that are available, they will always have uh, a caveat in their terms and condition that if suppose something goes explicit or if, suppose something which which the team thinks or the legal team thinks that is 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 not is this is you know related to sex they would mm. not allow it or they might ban it yeah. that's where we come into you know it doesn't matter if you use a term like adult it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you use a term like sex as long you're talking about something which is related to your well-being for the user's well-being we're absolutely okay so our moderation works in a completely different manner. We are never mm. going to shadow ban you just because you're talking about sex because we created the service for ourselves first and we have a sex-positive podcast. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of like so many uh, vendors that we have to deal with in the industry, whether it be banks, processors, um, uh, social media platforms in general, um, it seems like more and more and more they're they're banning adult companies. Absolutely. And, you know, that was the thing because when we started, so me and my co-founder, we come from the startup world. And we never understood, like, what exactly we were trying to resolve or solve. We mm-hmm. just knew that this is what we wanted to, to do. We wanted to make sexual well-being discoverable. Mm-hmm. So, see, we actually put that there are two main problems mm-hmm. in the industry right now. Industry or, in fact... Like industry would be a wrong term, I would say, in the world. Mm. Number one is it's difficult to discover. Like like you actually just, just informed people about who I am. And it took two years to find the right people. Yeah. Just imagine if I desperately needed somebody. It just is a deterrent to my growth as a person. Yeah. So what number one is discoverability. And you know the reason why the discoverability is an issue. Because of shadow banning, because mm. other platforms... And we don't even say that those platforms are doing something wrong. That's their market. That's their business. So we right. are not there to, you know, point fingers at them. I am. Because that's <laughs> <laughs> so at, at least at least we are not. Okay. Life. We just believe that if, 
yeah, we just think that this is an opportunity right. to work and they would never ever understand what exactly we need. Mm-hmm. That only we people can understand, you know, as they're in industry. Okay. Now you're, you're from India. How sex positive and open are they there about all this? <laughs> Yesterday, somebody was asking me this question. Yeah. And I see a very, very interesting change happening. Mm. So India is right now in the stage of awareness. Yeah. And we're just talking about sexual well-being. I'm not talking about uh, adult toys being sold, mm. uh, the consumption of content. I'm just talking about as the as as the you know like how we have evolved. Yeah. We're still at the, ex- at the first stage of awareness, mm. and that's when the exploratory stage comes. Yeah. So I would just say that you know we are at the first stage, but but people are getting positive. Right. It's divided into two. Yeah. Some cities, some population is really evolved. They really want to talk about things. Like we do have different rooms that we set up on different platforms, on our platform. And we do see that people from India come, they ask questions and they have genuine relevant questions. Good. And they have relevant needs. Yes. So, so I'll just say that, you know, we're still at the awareness level because a lot of them on an average are related to what is this mm-hmm. rather than how to use this. Hmm. So... So that's a positive uh, input. It's just like it will take a lot of time. But if you really think about it, even if there's a very small percentage of people who are ready to explore, yeah, the population is so high right. that it will be equivalent to, you know, maybe like population of another country altogether. Yeah, yeah. I so, guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the old the old world is still coming to grips with things happening in the new world. Yeah, and and I just think that, you know, people, uh, especially during COVID, it just gave a very big opportunity for people to explore and to ask themselves, what is happening? What do I want? You know, rather than what somebody else would want or what would people think? Because you're just, you're stuck inside your house. Then you start thinking just about yourself. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, the, um, the biases that have been created with the adult industry or sexual well-being industry has a lot to do with the taboo and yeah. a taboo comes from the society. Yeah. So when you're already, you know, like not a part of the society anymore, thanks to COVID, then what are you going to do? You are going to start exploring yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty male dominated there, isn't it? In what way? In India. Um, male dominated as the industry or people? No, I'm just, I'm just talking about, I'm talking about the society. Ah. <sighs> Or, or is that, a, or, or is that not the case anymore? I would just, I would just say that you know, it's just not India mm. because, because when, oh, sure. when we, yeah, sure. when we just started, like at least when I started being a woman, and mm. I just thought that you know what, oh, you know, there are these problems which happen in India. It's a male-dominated country. Uh, you know, people would not talk about sex. Yeah. People would be very judgmental if I go out and tell them that, you know, this is what we are getting into and it's completely, completely about sex and yeah. sexual well-being. People are going to judge me. Sure. But interestingly enough, that did not happen. Good. That's and good. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really, really good. Like I spent two years just to think that, am I ready for this? Mm-hmm. I think I, I, I should not have used those two things just to think, should have just done it. Yeah, and the same kind of experiences I'm also experiencing across the world. Right. So it's not very different. The only difference is, again, the inquisitiveness or the level of understanding or the level of knowing. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Here, it's it's a bit less because there are BDS communities, there are kinky people, there everything is happening, but it's all Everywhere. underground. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. It's more underground here. Oh, sure. That's how I believe it. Oh, sure. And, and throughout a lot of Asia. Um, maybe not as much here in Thailand, but to a degree it is. There's still yeah. a lot of traditionalism. Um, what? And now, obviously, you're in your infancy with the platform. Um, what are your plans for the for the platform? Very simple plan. Something which is which is very obvious and which has to be done is to bring anybody and everybody who is in the sexual well-being industry together. Mm. Because unless we do not come together, we would not be able to make the impact that is needed globally. So it's about let's create a community. Let's provide the information which the end user or your customer or people who are really looking out for it and even not looking out for it get. So once that is done, there are so many things that can be done. But like if you just think about from the revenue point of view, we are maturing into, like I said, that we have started providing a lot of services which we were using or which we are using or which mm-hmm. we will be developing for the industry. Yeah. So it just makes it very, very easy that, hey, how do you work on it? Right. Or, or what is the difference? Like a very small example, when we had to hire somebody internally for search engine optimization, it took us so long to find the right people because they did not understand they would categorize us as somebody who is running a porn site because mm. the keywords are similar. Yeah. It's, it's absolute, because they don't know. It's just a very, very uh, niche understanding. And then we started creating that capability internally. And that's how we also are in a position to say that, hey, do you need SEO? Which is for your industry, come, let's, let's have a chat. Let's see how do we make it happen. Mm. Same okay. thing goes with the podcast hosting service. Yeah. Same thing goes with in future newsletters like mm. our newsletter whenever we send and most of the other people who would send they would go in spam mm-hmm. ours does not yeah. unless you you've you know like you flagged it that it, it has to go in spam it would not mm. and our open rate is 20 percent which is mm-hmm. you know yeah. way too high even for a consumer good yeah i've got so i've got i've got a guy that does that for me and uh yeah. I, I pay him well and yeah i get those kind of open rates too but it's not easy and you better be good <laughs> absolutely and now that we have created that system and it's all automatic mm. and on top of that we actually are trying to make the industry self-sufficient that hey we'll take a few classes we'll take a few you know like coaching classes for you how do you make that email that does not go to the spam yeah so it's more of a hand holding because that's how the community works and you have to help each other. So it's oh. just not about, you know, just like, hey, you know what, you pay us money and we will do it. Let's do it together. So that if tomorrow you want to start doing it to, on your own, you can do it. I'll be because in that also, I'll be in that class. Yeah. Great. So <laughs> sign me <we're>, up. <laughs> we're launching it very soon. Okay. I'll surely ask the team to send you an email. But but that's what we want to do. Like I said, that, you know, everybody has to work together and everybody cannot work together if you're just thinking of yourself as a tech company. Yeah. We don't want to think of ourselves as a tech company. We want the change to happen. We want another front to be created, Mm -hmm. which is a sexual well-being front. Sure. So that tomorrow, whenever I have kids and if they go, they do not have to be ashamed or they do not have to know or say that I don't know. Fantastic. Now, how are you finding uh, the intersection between content and infrastructure? 
very simple and very easily done mm-hmm. i'm just being modest here it's not but still so uh, what we do is we start we ha- our content is more like an aggregator platform right so people who are writing content onto their platforms or have have a lot of content which is just lying around yeah. or you know or it's completely completely hidden on on the google ranking we mm. ask them why don't we start showcasing it onto our platform mm. so we actually end up creating micro sites for everyone nice so when micro sites are created that's one part second phase it is we would also ask a lot of those people because we're also providing traffic to give you know new content pieces because we also have to work on the seo part you need mm-hmm. new content you need old content you need people to actually you know there are a lot of questions that keep on coming so we need content created from that angle so a lot of people also provide the new content pieces especially who do not have blogs yeah and the third is what tickle.life provides so we also provide content good onto the form as as a as an entity we do not provide like hey you know what it's ours so we can put anywhere we also have a microsite for us hmm. so it becomes like multiple microsites hmm. and those microsites can be used anywhere Mm-hmm. you can you can use it to publicize yourself you can use it just to you know showcase your work experience mm-hmm. you can use it to you know like showcase what kind of writings you have or what kind of thought process you have from the industry point of view mm. same thing we do with podcast so anybody who hosts a podcast onto our service also gets a microsite good so that microsite will have all the links of all the different platforms that you are on usually we share on four but with a lot of people they just end up saying that hey you know what i get traffic from an xyz platform can i showcase there also which is absolutely fine and we can mm. do it good so that's next and the third and the last one is when we are listing a lot of podcast and a lot of video content platforms mm-hmm. so they also get their microsites so suppose if tomorrow you list your podcast on tickle.live which i would love if you would <laughs> okay um, you have over like 300 plus podcasts yeah so you get a you know like you actually get a microsite mm-hmm. and that okay. microsite looks pretty you know it has explanation mm-hmm. because otherwise you just keep on asking people hey are you on spotify are you on itunes suppose if i was not on itunes and you share spotify link i would never go right but here all the links are together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you do not have to go and work on creating your website mm-hmm. care of it it just becomes like a big big marketplace mm-hmm. with your details people can connect with you on your social networks on your email on tickle.live and that's how it actually ends up you know maturing into that's the content piece have you ever been told you're a very good salesperson <laughs> no <laughs> okay well i'm telling you and i'm a good salesperson myself now your platform says you have over 350 collaborators um please elaborate on these who these people are and maybe you can highlight some for us um so 350 what we did was we actually sat with people with advisors who are from the industry to identify what are the different categories which people look out for so it could be like you know age wise it could be interest wise mm-hmm. and once we did that we started identifying people who are writing or who are talking on those fields so so like we have dr lee phillips who's writing about disability hmm. 
you know, sex and disability. Yeah. So if suppose somebody comes and they look out for it, they know that, you know, they can, they'll just go and search because it's like a search engine. Mm-hmm. You go and you search, you might find writings by Lee Phillip. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, you'd start connecting with that person. We do have few, uh, we actually have a porn site, sh.com, which is a woman-centric uh, porn site. Oh, they, yes, I know her. Yeah. Yes, and her husband, yes. Yeah, I love them. Oh, yeah, Colin's, Colin's been on my show. I, I just, uh, I'm waiting for Angie to reply to my emails. Maybe she'll hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're great. Yes. And, and what has happened is a lot of people, in at least in India, have started understanding. And, you know, they, they have been times when I've been on some rooms, like live uh, sessions, and they've said, like, hey, we, we, we saw dot com, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm a woman. Do you think this platform is for me? Should mm-hmm. I go? Should I check it out? Mm-hmm. So that actually directly, indirectly helped them. Oh, sure. Oh, you sure. Know? That's uh, they've won. They've won many awards. Um, that, yeah. That, that site. Yes. Yeah, they're 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 they're, they're, they're amazing. Like I don't have mm-hmm. words. <laughs> yeah, to it's, it's a fabulous. So, it's a fabulous site. Absolutely. Then we have few toy makers, like production houses. We actually have few other content platforms as well mm-hmm. who are our partners. Okay. You know, okay. so it's just all across, all across the uh, the fields. So sometimes, you know, I actually like, you know, how do you play it? I just go onto the platform and I just type a random term. Mm -hmm. that I've come across because Mm -hmm. I'm also learning about sexuality. Mm -hmm. And interestingly enough, you end up finding at least one multimedia piece that could be a podcast episode, Mm -hmm. that could be a video, that could be a content piece, that could be an expert. Hmm. So you end up finding something at least happening there. And that's what's fabulous about it. Cool. Cool. Now, tell me some more about you. We do, I uh, I did a pretty lengthy bio. You've done a lot in your life. Tell me some more about you. I'm more of a crazy person. If I think that you know there's something interesting happening, and if there are a lot of questions that needs to be explored, because every question and every problem has a solution, mm-hmm. and and that's how I think. At least I'm so crazily, happily involved with Tickle Dot Life because there are so many problems. And but every problem has a solution, and that's like the the fun part here. Um, I'm from India. I love traveling. I travel all across the world. I don't Mm -hmm. even need anybody. I'll just just go and travel. Good for you. Uh, Most of the time. Pre-COVID and hopefully post-COVID, you might find me sitting in a cafe all by myself and looking at people. Hmm. And that was actually like the first idea or the first, you know, like question for sex or for sexual well-being started in a cafe when I was just looking at people and watching somebody watch porn on the phone. (laughs) <laughs> and how happy and how happy he was. And I was just like, oh my God, you know, he's so happy. So happy. <laughs> I hope you I hope he I hope both his hands were showing, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a Starbucks, so it was pretty Ah, crazy. well, you never know. <laughs> I've heard it done on an airplane, so you just never know. Yeah. Okay. You you've completely spoiled this memory for me now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a guy. I'm a guy. I can ruin anything. <laughs> I was just focusing on the face and just yes. thinking like, oh, so happy. But <laughs> but yeah. So you know that's that's what exactly um, who I am. Yeah. Um. 
I come from like a very interesting region in India, which mm. we've seen a lot of ups and downs, political upheavals, and mm. that's exciting as well in a way, but that actually makes you more evolved yeah. and understand uh, integrities and understand that life is really, really important. Yes. I was in Netherlands for a while. That's where I did my um, post-graduation and a lot, again, of what life is doing and mm. my interest in sexuality comes from there. Mm. That was the sex toy shop for mm. you. Um, and having fun, uh, living life, finding solution, I'm pretty, pretty sure we will be able to create the big ecosystem as the fourth front, which mm -hmm. this world needs, mm -hmm. which all of us need. Absolutely. So uh, talk about the sexual well-being industry, the difference between that in North America and in India. We talked a little bit about awareness, but how's the uh, sexual well-being industry different? Okay, so in India, if I stay, uh, if I start, uh, the rules are pretty ambiguous. We do have some adult stores online. Mm. We do not have offline. Mm. We do have people who are working for sexual well-being. We do have few counselors. We do have few therapists, but it's still at a very nascent stage. People are buying toys. Uh, people are excited about toys, but still, you know, like they are skeptical about them. Like even for somebody like me, it took me a lot of time to accept. If I'm staying with my parents, because a lot of people still stay with their parents, I would not want a sex toy coming for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't think I don't think many women would. <laughs> I I, th I think I think it will also be for men now because like you know a lot yeah. of men also stay with of their course. parents. They they, they don't want somebody else opening. You know, yeah. like it's, it's it's just awkward. Yeah. So so that's happening in India. People are still very uh, quiet about it. People still want to talk about it, but they do not know how to talk about it. So the industry here is very, very nascent. Mm -hmm. Like very nascent. Sure. Uh, there are just like three or four major players here, mm -hmm. but that's actually an opportunity as well. Big time. Um, because they they get to like you know uh, get the maximum share and whatever they say, people listen. Mm -hmm. So if I come down to North America, it's already a matured market. Yes. But here the problem is that there are so many things, so many people are doing. There's still uh, a dearth of focus, mm -hmm. and and that actually happens because of the problems. Yes, yes. Because yeah, like like even for us, we would just like you know we would just go from one platform to another to the third platform to the fourth fourth platform, just thinking like oh my god, we need people. Yep. Second thing uh, is it uh, what at least we see or we've identified is that what really needs to be done is just to focus on your identity rather than, you know, taking care of things like tech, taking care of things like publicity, because if your identity is created, then things work out, okay. which is missing right now because there's so much to do. Yes. And and it, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, you know, even like banking is so difficult. Mm -hmm. Something which, which I don't know a lot of people will agree is I still think um, we have to work together which is happening, but is also not happening. Because if if we have problems with Instagram, we are still focusing most of our energy on Instagram. A lot. Yeah. And what if like tomorrow just goes off? Like we also have an Instagram account. Don't get, don't get me wrong. But the thing is, we know that we cannot spend more than 20 minutes per day on this. Mm -hmm. Because what will happen? Like if tomorrow they just take it off. Mm. Yeah. And uh, there are 
little by little that's that's happening in adult um what services are you providing to the sexual well-being industry um mm-hmm. like i said one is the podcast hosting service ah. uh the world's first sex positive podcast hosting service that will yes. be better because why me why not other people and it's like super cheap we've just made it a point that it is we just take money for the servers and for the tech rather than making money out of it mm-hmm. because this was not like a revenue model for us it's more to do with what can we do how can we bring more people together and more people safe together um the second one is we've started with the seo service mm-hmm. uh the third one that we've started like i said like about the newsletter but it's just not about disseminating newsletters it's mm-hmm. also about how do you actually draft newsletters yeah how do you actually send them how many times you are supposed to send them in a month mm-hmm. uh in what way you're supposed to send them yes so so it's more of an amalgamation of coaching mm. plus the tech together yes. and we've also started uh working with which has just launched and it's just with like you know two or three people and it's also going to be like a course uh is about how do you use different marketing platforms which actually has your target audience rather than instagram or uh facebook they do not mm-hmm. but there are platforms which actually is right for you which is not going to ban you if you know how to work on it mm-hmm. and that's how we we actually grew and because we did not spend even a single penny on advertisements ever and so we want to like you know take this up also but there's also something very interesting that's going to happen very soon so we have um um a course a very small course about back to basics which mm. was created for the end users nice. so what we realized was that when we are talking about basics we also do understand that in the indu- adult industry people who are actually selling the toys outside and the products outside they might know about the product they might know about how to use it but sometimes they do not know or they do not have enough information about a person's interest mm-hmm. their anatomy right and when you do not know that your sales would always be less than it could have become it's true because people want to go to a counselor and then take a suggestion rather than just going to a salesperson hmm. so we are launching this course very very soon just for the product industry that hey this is a course that's done by your credential you know you're going to get certificate it's been done and created by somebody who's in the industry uh who is working in the sexual well-being industry as well has sold toys also is qualified enough has all the right certifications mm-hmm. so that's something that's going to happen very very soon so we are mm-hmm. just on the verge of closing the content and mm-hmm. it's going to be like a long course mm-hmm. because we just want whoever becomes um whoever is ready to actually go and sell should be made to feel as if that person knows the person and is closer to being a counselor rather than just shuffling a sex toy in somebody's face yeah yeah no i get that i get that um what are the biggest concerns you have as a sex tech founder uh the biggest concerns one is um investments people are investing no doubt mm-hmm. about that but still there are there aren't a lot of people who are unless you know the right people yeah second is obviously the tech part hmm. uh because we are creating things but somewhere some you know down the line things are closed how far can we take it third 
and I think which actually nullifies the first two is why is the industry overall and and I'm I don't mean just like sexual well-being industry or just the adult industry or just the admissions why everybody is not together hmm. why everybody's working in silos because if you're working in silos things are not going to happen no you need to work together and which is still missing which i think is the major reason why a lot of such negative laws are passed or such negative things happen or if you're not able to actually scale the level which we could have scaled mm -hmm. so i just think we have to have to have to work together we have to figure out uh, synergies and there are like thousands of synergies it's mm -hmm. not even like a puzzle it's a, it sounds like this is going to kind of morph into as much of a B2B platform as a B2C. Am I hearing you right? Uh, no. It okay. still is going to be a B2C platform because okay. if we are not a B2C platform, we would not be in a position to resolve and find solutions for B2B. True. So it can't it can't be just a B2B platform because then we just become well, I didn't a say I didn't say plus. I mean, I, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry, I didn't say instead. I, I said it sounds like it sounds like you're also going to offer a lot of B two B services. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so mm -hmm. it might work like you know two different. Um, it is actually right now two different verticals in the team. Mm -hmm. So one is the tech team, which is creating for us as as a tickle dot life. So tickle dot life is also like a client, you know. So right. tickle dot life content or the B two C is also a client. So how do you make Tickle.life grow while you're making us grow? How do you make all those people who are a part of us grow? So whatever is needed for that is what Tickle.life will be creating. Okay. Okay. So, so if it is tech services, great. If it is uh, courses, great. If it is edutech, great. If it is sex education, great. We will do it so that the mm -hmm. industry grows together. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And you know, one thing, one thing you're going to find the longer you are in this industry, there actually is, uh, people are, I wouldn't say that I think competitors do work together here. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're happy to work together. There are exceptions. Okay. It's always going to be exceptions There are always going to be that guy, you know, but, um, the people in our industry do tend to work together. Um, now trying to get them to work more together and to solve a lot of the issues we have with the mainstream platforms and things like that, that sounds fantastic. And I, you know, I certainly welcome, and I'm sure the industry will welcome any help you can give in that regard. Absolutely. I'm just an email away. We can get on a call. We can talk. Um, I'm, I'm learning and we, the entire course, team is learning. Of course. And, and we're just like, you know, like when you talk and then you just start understanding, hmm, there's something interesting. Mm -hmm. Let's see how we can do it. Hmm, we have a problem. We actually sometimes end up sending like, you know, emails to other people that how did you resolve this issue? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just not one side. And it's, people, it's, people will help. People will help. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, people, pe help. people certainly do help because we're really all in this together. Um, are you, uh, is Tickle.life, are you planning on attending, uh, events in the industry? Uh, we did few last year during oh, COVID. Okay. We did attend like women of sex tech. We did attend sex tech.eu. We did attend, there mm. was another sex tech.com. Mm. We did attend. Um, so this year we are open. We would love to <laughs> go to be, <laughs> go to some B2B shows that, uh, and we, you, I can advise you on, on some good ones to go to. Oh, would love to. Please. Okay. 
Yeah, you need you need you need to get out there and meet people, Shakun, in our in our industry and uh, in the B two B shows because that's uh, I think that's going to be uh, the secret sauce for you. So so let's say five years from now, where do you see t- Tickle Dot Life? You know, at what do you see it becoming that it that it might not be now? Um, we want to we want to reach ten million users month Jeez. by month. Wow. It's it's just simple number. That's mm-hmm. what we want to reach. Nice. But I mean, what do you see being different about the platform five years from now? See, that's something that, you know, that we can't predict. Yeah. Because of this industry. Mm-hmm. But we do know that we are on the right path now. We mm-hmm. have experimented a lot in the past one, one and a half year yeah. about what works, what does not work. Yeah. So so in a way to to finally say that, you know, in five years, this is what we are going to be, uh, might be something which is not there. But if I still have to put what we are envisioning, mm-hmm. we are envisioning that whenever somebody is looking out for anything to do with sexuality, mm-hmm. that means looking out for resources, looking out for people, looking out for industry, looking out for content, looking out for uh, products. Mm-hmm. So maturing into a big marketplace mm-hmm. while remaining a discovery platform is what we envision to happen in five years. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. Shakun, I have no doubt. And I'd like to uh, thank you for being our guest today on Adult Side Broker Talk. And I hope we'll get a chance to do it again really soon. Would love to. Thank you. Thank you. My broker tip today is part six of what to do to make your site more valuable for when you decide to sell it later. Here's more information on what to give to a potential buyer. How well has your content been protected from piracy? And what steps have you taken to protect your content? Are you using a piracy takedown or monitoring service? These are important facts to know. What promotional tools do you offer to your affiliates? The more tools you offer, the more successful your affiliates will be. What is your traffic breakdown by country? Tier 1 countries like the USA, Canada, the UK, Germany, and Australia are the most preferred. Add in anything else that will add value to the sale of your property that you can think of, such as what custom scripts do you use? What content management system software is on your site? Do you use billing or affiliate software like NATS or MPA3? What is your retention rate? How you retain your members is of the utmost importance. How many joins and rebills do you have per day? Do you buy advertising and if so, what kind? Can your content make more money in the DVD or VOD markets, or have you already taken advantage of this opportunity? How much did you spend to produce or buy the content that's on your site? What do you believe the content is worth now? What's special or different about your website? How is it unique? Make sure and include a list of all of the websites you're selling in addition to any domains that come along with the sale. Is there anything that adds value to the sale? Provide them with any additional information upon request. Before giving a buyer any information, have them sign a non-disclosure agreement. If you use a broker, the NDA will be provided for you. Good brokers like, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe adult site broker, have a large resource of potential buyers that are looking for properties just like yours. And they know how to deal with potential buyers. They will also negotiate the terms of the sale, such as price and any payment terms. Before closing the sale, find a good escrow service to make sure that both the buyer and the seller are protected. We have those resources, of course. We'll talk about this more next week. And 
Next week, we'll be talking to Andreas Bischoff of the TES Affiliate Summit. And that's it for this week's Adult Site Broker Talk. I'd once again like to thank my guest, Shakun Sethi. Talk to you again next week on Adult Site Broker Talk. I'm Bruce Friedman.